Gentlemen, what's going on? We got Kyle Slaymaker from the Slaymaker Method here on the podcast this week. I'm telling you, it's on fire. Kyle lets it rip. And we're going to be talking this week about juggling business and dad life and getting that mix for those business people out there, those entrepreneurs out there who are dads who are going after it. We know that life. We know the ups and downs and everything like that. So we're going to go through that today. How do you be a kick-ass business owner, a kick-ass entrepreneur, and a kick-ass dad, husband at the same time? Gentlemen, welcome to the Purpose Infused Brotherhood, the podcast where men come to build, battle, and bond together and be the best versions of themselves. If you're a man who's ever felt out of alignment with his purpose, then you're in the right place to reignite the fire and infuse male purpose into your life every single day. And now your hosts, John Doe and Clay Smeltzer. What's up, everybody? We are super excited to have Kyle Slaymaker on here this week, and we're going to kick some ass. It's going to go, I don't know where it's going to go. It's going to go awesome, though. Uh, You're going to get a ton of information here because what we are talking about today is juggling business and dad life. And we have, whether it's our jobs, whether it's our business, whether it's an entrepreneur or whatever, we got a shit ton of stuff to juggle. And Kyle's going to break that down, kind of go through those different things. And at the end, he's going to give you the top three tools uh, that you can juggle business and dad life and keep kicking ass. So uh, I'm super excited about this. And uh, ready to rock and roll. So, uh, John, say what's up. Introduce Kyle, and then uh, we'll get rolling. All right, yeah, man, I'm super excited about this one for sure. It's going to be a good one, I can tell. So, uh, yeah, I get right into it. Kyle Slaymaker, Lancaster, Pennsylvania native, spent time in California in the Navy. Uh, now he lives back in in Lancaster. Three kids, successful entrepreneur, best selling author of now three different books. Great job, man. He is renowned for his prowess as a sales strategist and hosts the hottest and biggest business and leadership summit in central Pennsylvania, the Slaymaker Success Summit. Get your tickets. Right on, definitely. <laughs> and uh, so, Kyle, we always like to start out here uh, with wins for the week. So give us a win for the week for you, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I've got probably my biggest win for the week is uh, getting one of our speakers for the Success Summit in the one and only Sammy Knight. Uh, Sammy for those of you that, that know Sammy, you, you guys know his background, but his pedigree is Mossy Oak, Remax, mm. Brian Foods. This guy is the most genuinely good-hearted person you'll ever find. And he's got more business knowledge than probably any 30 people you could probably yeah. ever meet. So I'm excited for it. Hell yeah. Nice. I was that excited. Awesome. I was excited when I saw that too. I was like, no shit. I was like, this is great. This is awesome. So I was super pumped for that. So um, I'm just, uh, I'm super excited for the summit and I'm just going to plug it right now too. So go to uh, the Slaymaker method, uh, com. get in there, get your tickets. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, I was there last year. Uh, this year I get to speak, which is awesome. So Kyle invited me on. So I'm fucking pumped for that. I'm going to let it rip. Oh, yeah. Let's let it rip. That's great. But um, one of the things I think I, I really got out of the Slate Maker Summit last year was a lot of the, just the connections. You created an environment for people to be able to come connect and grow from it. Uh, and not one of those things that is just like, hey, get all hyped up, get all this, that, and no, nothing happens after it. But you created an environment that people can actually take tools away from it and actually get something out of it. So, and the price, I'm telling you what, it's a fucking steal. So get on there and get the <laughs> VIP ticket. Um, I'm telling you, just a connection afterward too. And that time spending with the people afterwards was awesome. Um, so I just appreciate you being able to do that. 
setting it up this year. And I was super excited to, to know that, Hey, you're doing another one. Um, and I was just grateful that you're like, Hey, let's, let's come on and let it rip. And I'm appreciate you, man. So everybody slaymakermethod.com go get your damn tickets now and we'll see you in october october yeah. i was gonna have plenty when of time it? to you find out when how it was to... you never said yeah. when it was i you didn't even know plenty of time to figure out how you're gonna get the money to do it and it's it's not yeah. i'm telling you what it's a fucking steal so go october 20th mickey's black box um nice massive massive venue the vip we're doing a little different than we did last year right last year we just did the vip dinner uh this year we've got the entire Mickey's black box venue. We've got some live entertainment coming in. Uh, we've got it for about three to four hours. You get to hang out with all the speakers, all the sponsors It's going to be absolutely incredible. So awesome. Sounds great. Sounds great. Oh yeah. It's going to be fun. Cause that is, I mean, and obviously that is the, the hugest part of any of those events is, is the connections that you make there. You know, yeah. those connections that you make there is, is well worth and beyond yeah. usually whatever that any kind of ticket cost is, you know, yep. life changing. Oh, yeah. Sure life-changing so we appreciate it so all right we're gonna roll into kyle you got two minutes this is uh we didn't tell you about this part so we're surprised you got two <laughs> minutes from birth till now let's see if you do it this is our contest every week to see uh if if our guys our host our, our guests can get two minutes of their life or their life within two minutes so you got from birth till now go who's kyle slatemaker uh, from birth till till right now, I was born, went through some shit, kept going through some shit, solved some shit, and I'm still going through some shit. There you go. I did it in under two minutes. <laughs> that was the awesome. Fastest yeah, ever. World record. record. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. That's I so try. good. Come on, kicking ass and breaking records. Hell yeah. Exactly. That's what's up. Oh, dude, I love it. So yeah, let's uh let's go back into because today we're talking about the busy, you know, juggling the business and and dad life and and your dad of how many? Uh I'm a dad of three. Nice. How about 17, four, and two. Nice. Boys, girls? Two girls, one boy. The, the four-year-old's the boy, the two and the 17-year-old are girls. Nice. And the boys just like you? <laughs> way, way, way too much than I care to admit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was to say, my parents are always like, listen, he's payback for you. And I'm like, oh, oh he, shit. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I literally just got into it with my two-year-old the daughter, like literally 20 minutes for this podcast. And I can tell you what, she might be the one that's the payback. <laughs> good that's Lord. good. I could do it too. You know, well, you have a teenager or a girl already, so you already know about the eye rolls and uh, all that other kind of stuff. Yeah, I got I got lucky as shit with her. She's she's a really, really good kid. I, I never really had a problem with her other than, you know, random teenage bullshit. But eye rolls are minimal. Yeah. She's at that age where she's standing up for herself because she's good. 17, about to be 18. So it's like, yeah. Uh, this kind of sucks, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, my daughter, our oldest, just turned eighteen. I'm like, shit, I got a, a an adult kid now. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is. I this I, is I tell my shit. seven. I kept I kept telling her. I was like, look, you better get good scores. I was like, because on SATs because like uh, eighteen, you you graduate high school, you better be off to college, like or or something. I was like, I don't want you living here till you're 25. I was like, yeah. I love you more than life itself, but. And then she's like, well, I don't know where I want to go to college. I was like, as far away as you can possibly get. <laughs> that's, my, that's my advice for everybody, especially yeah. being in Lancaster and Central PA. Yeah. Go as far away as you possibly can and experience the world. That's yeah, the 100%, yeah. best thing you can do. Yeah, 100%. Right. My, our oldest, just, she just, because she's 18, she just flew down to uh, her and a friend flew down to Florida. 
uh, for the week. Now they, she has family on her dad's side down there and uh, so forth. And, and we're staying there, but still, she's like, can I take a trip? You know, I'm 18. Can I? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I mean, you only go to school for an hour a day anyways. I'm like, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, shit, I'm like, whatever. Um, but no, it, it's, it's really cool. Just, you know, to bring the, bring your kids up. Uh, and just like you said, and I, I kind of want to dive into that a little bit too, is just bringing them up. Cause you know, you're an entrepreneur, um, you military, thank you for your service. We fucking appreciate it so much. Um, John's, mm-hmm. uh, ex-military too. Um, so just appreciate the shit out of you veterans. Um, and then, you know, just, that, just that busy life, you know what I mean? I know, I know you're doing shit all the time. You're super busy, things like that. So, um, just being able to juggle both of those, I think is very important. So let's kind of dive into, uh, the struggles first, and then let's go into the wins uh, second, because I think the struggles there, let's get into that kind of pain points there. What's the, what's the hardest thing to juggle business and juggle dad? Um, hmm. You know, the hardest, the hardest thing is should also be the easiest thing, right? Maybe it's the most important thing to juggle instead of the hardest thing. Uh, that's making sure you're spending enough time with your kids and they see that you're not working nonstop and you're missing the shit that's important. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have a very firm rule and all of my clients know that if we're in a meeting or we're supposed to meet and my kid comes, any of my kids come up and say, Hey, can we do something? All work stops. All work. I don't, I don't care how important the fucking meeting is. I don't care how important the client is. The kids will always come first. And I've, I've stopped meetings right in the middle. I've got a client right now that would tell you, I've stopped the meeting right in the middle with her specifically because Jack asked me to do something with him. Yeah. That's just a, a non-negotiable for me. Uh, my dad was a well is a truck driver, owner operator. He's been a truck driver all my life, all my sister's life. He was going a lot, a lot. Um, he started running California when I was stationed out there, mm-hmm. so he could see me. Never really stopped, but growing up, yeah, you know, it was two weeks, two weeks gone, a week home, stuff like that. Um, and we had a great life. Yeah, I mean, we had a great like we had boats, we had four wheelers, we had all the shit that kids should never be allowed to touch. Uh, <laughs> how I am I? We had those too. Yeah. How it, it, I the thing I got hurt the most on was the skateboard. It never failed. Um, <laughs> That's why I don't get on one. I got on a scooter, like those little scooter thingies at the <laughs> skate park down here. I almost wiped my ass out a couple times. I'm like, it's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, scared. I mean. Shit. It, congratulations on using the term wiped my ass out uh, <laughs> I, I was i was like oh he, he racked he's like i wiped out you're like no i wiped my ass out <laughs> yeah. I got it. good Down. for you um no but you know i never really wanted that for my kids i i wanted to i wanted them to know me as good as they could and i know my dad very well we're close um but you know it's just it's non-negotiable for me right so the most important thing that any dad can do that's whether you're an entrepreneur you're just in the working class whatever you got to make time for them you have to that is hands down the most important thing yeah and and i think one of those things too is you know it's also about the quality of time um Mm -hmm. you know that we're spending there too you know because there's a lot of we we talk about you know having a dad in the home and then being present in the home, you know, and, and that's lots of times when we talk about guys in the brotherhood are like, you know, like, Hey, I have a less connection, you know, with my kids. Well, are you present? You know, are, well, I'm there. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're there or are you present? You know, there's a big difference between the two. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of hard. And and one of the things that I like what you said there, you have your non-negotiables. And one of the things is we talk about boundaries and I kind of want to dive into that because so many times as men, you know, we're that provider protector, and then we will literally cut our damn arm off for everybody else. 
And then that leaves us without an arm. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, um, so kind of go into that, you know, those boundaries you set because you have a hard boundary that you set and you kept it. And a lot of times it's super hard to keep those boundaries. So you set that boundary. What, how do you, how do you face that struggle of keeping that boundary? Cause that's tough for a lot of people. That's, that's very tough. And I'm going to, I'm going to use a phrase that was given to me on my own podcast. Uh, so, Cause I can't take credit for it. Uh, Mike Claudio was on mm. my podcast and awesome, he, dude. He mentioned, oh yeah, Mike's Mike's amazing. Um, there there were a lot of great quotable moments on that that episode. I'll put it that way. Um, I, th- I think my favorite was when he when he said that somebody messaged him saying that he changed. Uh, but anyway, uh, givers only have so much they can give, mm-hmm. and takers, through no fault of their own, have no limit to how much they can take. Mm. So and that was a hard lesson for me to hear a hard quote for me to hear because I realized I was giving as much as I possibly could. And I was giving it in all the wrong areas. Yeah. Right. I would be doing pro bono work. I would be doing this really heavily discounted work for people that just didn't align with my core values. And I found my, I found myself getting home at the end of the day, or I mean, I work from home, so that doesn't work. Uh, I found myself sitting down at the end of the day and and just being completely drained and it sucked the life out of me. Like I didn't have the energy to, I, I would, Jack would want to play PlayStation and I turn it on and within 10 minutes, I'd be almost asleep. Mm-hmm. I, it would just suck the life out of me. So, you know, it, it comes down to being non-negotiable. Like you have to have the self-discipline to say, Hey, this is not how we're going to do things. This is exactly what, and, and setting those boundaries at the beginning of a work relationship is incredibly important too. Yeah. Letting people know exactly what they can expect from you goes a long, long way because it lets people know what lines do not cross. Yeah, 100%. We always talk about expectation versus requirement. And one of the things that we always say, hey, stop, don't make an expectation, but you make a requirement. This is my requirement because an expectation is, is uh, forget David always says it the right way. And then it's like an expectation is something that somebody else doesn't know that you have. Like, you know, so when you set a requirement, it's really saying, hey, here's my boundaries. This is what I'm going to keep and I'm going to hold to it. Um, and I think people respect and appreciate that. Um, and I think that's not only business, but also in life, you know, with family members, with other people, with friends, things like that. Cause Definitely. man, there's, and, and you know, if you're a dad who works at, you know, as an employee, man, your employee, your boss can suck the living fucking life out of you, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's that time that where you can sit here and say, yeah, yes, 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 man. Yes, man. Yes, man. And then, and then what do you get? You're, you're just drained. Your cup keeps getting depleted. And like you said, I love what you said there. Givers only have so much to give. When you when you give out of your cup, it depletes. You only have that amount left. So when you come home at the end of the day, your cup was like 10%. You're like, fuck, I thought you only yeah, have you 10% nothing. to get to your kids like in your in your wife. So it just doesn't work out. And, and we really talk about what are some of the ways that we talk about the overflowing your cup. When your cup is overflowing, man, it just fucking overflows. And mm-hmm. think about how much anybody can drink from that overflow as much as they want. So how, what's, what's one thing or one or two things that you would say, Hey, here's what I do on a daily basis. So throughout the day, so in, in my normal day, this is how I attack my day so that my cup is overflowing instead of depleting my cup. So in a perfect world, I meditate in the morning. I'm 175 hard. So workouts yeah. are in there. What day are you on? Um, I think five now, six. I'm not sure. Five. Okay. I have to check my phone. Is this the first time um, you've done it? 
No, this is the second time I've done. Okay. I've done it once before. First time I did it, I I went the whole way through. Um, this this second time, it's like my third or fourth time going for round two. I don't know what's going on, and it's <laughs> it's interesting because I know a lot of people on round two are just get their asses kicked. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did one. So we'll and I'm like, okay, happens. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too, and then I just backslid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I went. I get it. I went. 34 days in and then life happened and then i was like eh. and then i was like i might pick that back up and go at it again i have not yet <laughs> but i mean i'm stay i still do some stuff but i i definitely have not done 75 hard yet but good it, for you man good it. for you if if you can do it it's worth it it's it's not for, sure. for everybody it's, it's a hard program i'll be it the is. first to admit it 100 um it's one of those things right like you see it on paper you're like ah fuck that's not that hard Mm-hmm. working out for an hour and a half a day taking a walk outside fucking oh i can drink a gallon of water let me tell you what like a gallon hard. of water that's the one that's the that's the fucking one there's yeah, well, there's what i have left you today. probably can't see it on my screen but <laughs> i see you oh yeah we're about the same yeah. right there yeah i yeah, got, I got yeah, a full awesome. gallon jug so um but anyway i digress so yeah staying physically fit I also tell this to my clients, my personal, my one-on-one clients. The first thing you should be putting on your calendar is time for yourself and time for your family. Mm. Every single fucking day, seven days a week, time for yourself, time for, time for your family, and then schedule the rest of your day. And make sure that you're, and the, to caveat, to tell you what number two is, live and die by that calendar. Mm-hmm. Live and die by that calendar. If you If you try to jam as much as you can into a calendar, you're going to fail time block, all that other fun cliche stuff. It works great, but you have to live and die by the calendar Un, non-negotiable. That's huge. And that's, and like I said, that's definitely somewhere I've, uh, I've said it before is somewhere I'm improving upon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and a lot of that is now that I'm out of, out of being a damn roofer roofing for 20 years you know what i mean and, and doing construction you know roofing you just go and you go and do, a lot of times from day till dark but you know it's uh um you know definitely and that was the thing is you know when i raised my kids it was you know mine are all grown now because i'm old but uh older at least yeah there you uh, go you know they uh they're 32 25 and 22 um so it's uh but you know definitely tried to always make that time at home at, at the yeah. end of the day, but definitely the calendar thing now that I'm out of that and doing stuff on the side is uh, definitely have somewhere I have improved and continue to improve upon and definitely a key that a lot of people talk about. 100%. Yeah. It's, it, it's amazing how, how powerful that can be. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. In the I military and us, we love the schedule. I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> and, and I was going to jump into the military. How much has the military been able to going through that process and being due diligent, all that, how much has that transitioned over into you being a dad balancing that? I don't think there's ever balance. I mean, I don't like that word, but uh, you know, transitioning <laughs> from one to the other. Um, so how, how has that been able to help you that experience that you have had there uh, in, in your personal life now? I mean, there's, uh, unless you've been in, you, you're not going to fully be able to comprehend and grasp the, what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a knock on anybody that didn't serve at all. Um, I, I will tell you that the one thing that, and don't get me wrong. I, I graduated boot camp in 2005. I got out in 2009, spent a few years in the reserves, which is 
fucking terrible. <laughs> um, but punctuality for me is a like it's a, it's a must. If if I'm so much as a minute late, all hell breaks loose. Like like I cannot. I don't care who. The, I don't care where it's at. I don't care if it's a funeral. I'm showing up ten minutes early. Mm. I I do not care if you're on time. You're late, and I live that. My kids. I, I try to not be very militaristic with the kids. Sometimes you kind of have to be, yeah. be that, that loud voice dad. Um, but like watching my four-year-old, he's kind of gr- like grasped my concept of time to where if it's like a minute past when we're supposed to leave, he's like, dad, we're going to be late. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, it drives your mother nuts, kid. But I love hearing you say that. Let's go get in the car. Right. <laughs> but, That's great. you know, that really between that and the attention to detail, those are the two things that really, really transitioned over into my civilian life. Yeah. Attention to detail is huge for me because it, it shows that you're going to, you know, you're going to do your job Yeah. every single time because you know, it's, it's like, um, all right. Have any, if you guys listen to Jim Jeffries, I know the name. I don't know if I, I listened to him. Yeah. So he's, he's an Australian comedian. Ungodly funny. Yeah. Oh, I, think I, know, I know who you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And he does this bit about American workers versus Chinese workers. <laughs> and he says, let me ask you something. You've got the American worker who's changing your tire. And he comes up and he just goes, we're good, and walks off. But then you've got the Chinese worker who comes up. Oh, good. Okay. And he goes in about how his attention to detail is impeccable. And he goes, which one do you want working on your car? Mm -hmm. And I took that and I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly how I feel about everything. I want somebody with that attention to detail with everything that I do and everything that I get done. Yeah. And and again, like it's just I don't care what I'm doing. That attention to detail has to be there. I don't care if I'm riding a bike. I'm making sure everything's good. Or it's either attention to detail or it's OCD. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't figured out which one, so we're just gonna call it. <laughs> we're gonna call it attention to detail. Yeah, Do you have a perfectionist mind? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that could be it because a lot of times, and, and, and that's a lot of us too, is you know, the expectation that we hold for ourselves as men is like here. You know, we're like, you know, I, I always say like, I'm an athlete. So like we go play hockey and I expect I've never fucking played hockey. You know, like I expect to walk, go, I look, walk on ice. I ain't even walking on ice, skate on ice. They'd be there like fucking go. master at it. You like, wipe your ass out. Yeah. I wipe my ass out <laughs> right, or, right or, the whole way down the side. But I get on there. I can skate forward. That's about it. I can't, I can't hit a hockey puck. I break fucking sticks when I tried it, you know, just cause I have that baseball swing and it's like, you know, my expectation of what I should be performing is up here, but the reality of the situation is way down here. And the distance between reality of yourself and any area of your life to the expectation you have of yourself and your performance, that distance between the two creates that conflict in ourselves. Uh, and that, am I good enough? Do I have what it takes thing? And that, that jawing back and forth with it. Um, so do you... F- that's where we're looking at that that perfectionist. Sometimes that perfectionist can say, "Hey, that expectation of myself is way up here. 
you know, where reality is kind of down here and we have that distance between. So that's the only kind of way I, I ask that if, if any, what, what's your thoughts off of that? Just kind of hearing that um, just because I know a lot of guys feel that that expectation of self is so high uh, on that. I, I think, I think there's, there's something that goes unspoken and I know I can speak from experience with this when it comes to men. Um, men tend to be very, very, very hard on themselves mm -hmm. in every single situation. I, I can tell you any therapist that I've had will tell you how ungodly hard on myself I am about everything. Um, and, and I don't necessarily know where that stems from. It could be the societal norms and pressures that are placed upon men. Um, but it's when you can let go of it at least a little bit, you'll be amazed at what you actually can get done. Yes. You'll be it. absolutely amazed. When you can step back, like with me, like take the last uh, success summit, for example, when it was done the next day, I was like, I was critiquing the shit out of it. And I was like, Oh fuck. The video part didn't go my way. I didn't like that. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. And, and I thought I was just being a, a good business owner by trying to critique where I could improve. But instead I was doing it in a way that was making me feel like shit. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And it took my wife and, and former business partner Nell to go, my God, for our first event we did, there were like 60 people or 70 people. I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head in the room. We had this huge venue and there was yep. tons of food and everybody loved it. Like that's a huge win. Yeah, awesome. But because right. I'm so used to being so hard on myself, I couldn't see it like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you're able to get away from that mindset, that thinking, it can go a long, long, long way. Yeah. Especially if somebody's out there like miserable and pissed off at their life. Like I fucking pissed my life away. I didn't, didn't ever get that degree or didn't, get that certification or never became a movie star, whatever the fuck somebody's problem is. Um, if they would just step back and be like, but look what I did do. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, like people win every day. Every day. You talk about having a win for the week. People win every day just by waking up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Win. That's the first one, man. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. the first one. And, and I think one of my coaches told that to me. I, I was, I was like, I don't got a fucking win today. I, I'm getting my ass kicked all week. It <laughs> sucks. He's like, are you alive? I said, I'm fucking talking to you, dumbass. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, did you wake up? I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah. and that's a win, dude. You got to yeah. start changing your mindset there. Yep. And I, <laughs> I, I started like, I walked through the hallways of school and they're like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, great. I woke up today. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then one teacher goes, that's morbid. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I woke up like there's literally millions of people today that didn't wake up and I did and you did. This should be fucking awesome. And they're like, that's kind of a good point. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is fucking exciting. Like, I mean, <laughs> I guess if I didn't wake up, I wouldn't have known it anyways. But, you know, like you still got the day. And, and I think that's one of the things that I always do. And, and what you said here is uh, as to is to is setting your day up for success. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you talked about meditation, you talked about those different things in there. Um, I think when we set intention for our days, we show up differently. And when we don't have intention, because you were talking about like, you have a bad day, um, like you wake up and we just run, like we just wake up, roll out of bed and just fucking go. And then yeah, that's what everybody we, thinks we do. Yeah, we, You stub your toe on the bed and you're like, fuck, you know, you go there and there's no, to the, the fucking toothpaste where it does. And then you got to squeeze the shit out of it to get it on. You're like, oh my God, come on. <laughs> then you go take a shit and there's no toilet paper. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you go in the drawer and there's nothing there too. And you're like, oh my God, I got to get up and go to the other room to get the toilet paper, come back. And then, you know, do all that. You're like, Jesus, this sucks. 
But what happens is your day started and you just went. There was no intention set. So by Nothing. the end of the day, everything gets done and you're like, this this was a shitty day. But mm-hmm. the problem is, is that you missed all of the wins that you had. There's guaranteed you had thousands more wins than you had losses that day. But the only thing you saw is because your intention was set on loss. You only saw the loss. Yeah. yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right with that. I mean, I mean, it's, I know you're wrong negative thinking. It's easy to, to let that shit creep in. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great story. I'm a big fan of the book green lights. Oh, I'm Matthew I read that in the brotherhood, man. It was fucking oh, amazing. It's, that, that, that's dude, probably one of the most life-changing books I've ever oh, read. hundred percent, man. It, it's uh, so Matthew McConaughey, you need to come on the podcast at some point in time because you <laughs> changed a lot of people's lives. <laughs> so all right, all right, all right. Get your ass on here. When, no, that's right. When he started the book out and he was like, my parents were dysfunctional as shit. And he's like, my mom and dad used to beat the shit out of each other. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. This is probably some cliche story. And he's like, no, they beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck, this guy had a crazy-ass upbringing. But the cool thing about that, not that I'm glorifying that, is that family was close as shit to each other. Yeah. And one of the most powerful things I got from that book is the way that Matthew McConaughey's dad didn't let any of the kids say that they can't do something. Yeah. Like, as soon as they one of them said they can't, they were in a world of shit. Yeah. Yep. And that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. To this day, I don't let any of my kids say they can't, or at least I think they don't. They yeah. probably walk out and they're like, I can't fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm just not going to say it around them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, sure, dad, I'm sure I can do it. You guys find closed doors. They're like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> exactly. But no, that is a great freaking book. I loved it. It was, it was amazing. I, oh, I, I read it at least once a year. It's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the just the the insight. I mean, I'm like, dude, this 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 motherfucker is like genius. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, this is crazy. We read it as a brotherhood, and we kind of went section by section, and we're just like, damn. Every week we got on and read the new pieces, and we're just like, shit. Like it's it, and it just makes you think, you know. And and that's where it comes back to is at the end there too, as we go through it. Um, I mean, for me, and, and I'll get your guys takes too. But for me, at the end, I was like, man, it just. It just sets you back to say, hey, all of these things happened in my life for a reason, you know, and, and we are where we are because of the choices that we made uh, and decisions that we made to react to it. Um, and that's 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 why we have the results that we have. Uh, and to just sit back and enjoy it and just be present in the moment. Um, I heard a speaker one time and, and it, it was a point in time where I was like, it's at a dark, dark space uh, before that meltdown at a fucking TV show, like panic attack. And she goes. She goes, she said, you know, I was, I had one foot in the past and I had one foot in the future and I was taking a piss all over the present. I'm like, that's me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you just described me. I'm just pissing all over everything. And you know, that like the green lights was just that awakening piece to say, you know what? Just enjoy, just in, fucking enjoy. You know, you woke up. I, I think that's the point in time too, where I was just like, I, I got very good at being grateful when my eyes open and just be like, yeah fuck yeah dude like today is it this is awesome fucking ain't right let's do this <laughs> absolutely yeah it like, like when you think of some of the stuff in that book like he became so aware of all the green lights that he had mm-hmm. like I, I think my favorite one of my favorite because there's so many of them in there is when he 
he was terrified to call his dad to let him know he was dropping out of, I think it was law school, mm-hmm. uh, to go to um, film school. Yeah. And he's terrified. And, and all his dad did, all his dad said was, all right, man, just do it. You know, give it your all. That's all that I want. Just give it your all. And then, of course, he has that that perfectly well-placed green light. (laughs) (laughs) The story's done. He just goes, green light. I'm like, God, I love this guy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you know, it's you just have to be more aware. And and that's, I think, when it comes to people and, and their green lights in their own lives, they don't, they're not conditioned to see them. Mm-hmm. Like we're not conditioned to see our green lights because we, uh, and we, I mean, the three of us are, cause we read the book. Yeah. But it's so easy to let life pass you by and let the green lights go right by you. And it's, sure. it's so detrimental. Right. So if anybody out there has not read green lights, read the damn read. book. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, and that's the thing too, is it, and it does, I think one, it does help you realize that those things are there and you have those moments. I mean, and since then I've been many a time, a couple of times be like, definitely yeah. green light oh, definitely green, green light, light right yeah. there you know what i mean it's like yep thank you that was definitely a green light for sure you know so and that's huge you know awareness is one of the things and that's one of our first pillars you know in our fire five is you know awareness you know because that awareness unlocks everything else you know if you're not aware of your surroundings you're not aware of yourself you're not aware of your health you're not aware of your mind you're not aware of your family and your kids and everything else like you you're just you're stuck in some bullshit <laughs> you're just stuck in some bullshit cycle going around and around i call it the crazy cycle and you're like oh things aren't going well no shit because you you did not build any awareness in your life to recognize hey this is where i fucked up or hey this is what went right and i think a lot of times too let, let's dive into this because I, I think this is important so many times we look at and, and this comes kind of goes back to when you're talking about the summit i will just tell you the fucking summit was awesome um and so if you're like hey there's this and this f whatever like it was fucking awesome it was great thank you um and it, it looked cool it was like cool. i was like damn man like this is fun so the pictures i saw i'm like damn man matt looks great up there these guys look fucking cool up there like all the oh, pictures yeah. and of stuff course. That they took. We, we we were all sitting there talking i was looking at now and matt breaks out his vest and we're just like I, we both like just rolled our eyes we're like oh god <laughs> matt come on <laughs> <laughs> And I love, but like all, all the pictures and everything, like the lighting, the everything, like everything was just it was it was smooth, it was nice, um, and that's what I like. So I appreciated that. And but you know when we we look at it, the awareness, a lot of times we build awareness in the areas that we're not good at, but so many times we miss all the things that we are good at, and we don't become mm-hmm. aware of those. So kind of dive into that because I think you know like John Maxwell always says is don't worry about your weak like what's your gifts, what your greatness, what are you good at? And then fucking build that. So dive into that. Yeah. What's your thoughts about, about, about that? Well, I mean, I, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. It goes back to that men being hard on themselves and just people being hard on themselves in general, not just men. Um, it, it's so easy to focus on the negative, right? Because when your mind focuses on one thing, it amplifies the shit out of it. Right. So whether it's positive or negative, when your mind focuses on it, it's going to amplify it. Um, people are gifted. People are really, really, really gifted. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that anybody, don't get me wrong, it took me a little, a long time to learn this, but, um, you know, growing up, we all get told the same thing. Oh, you can be anything you put <laughs> your mind to. Right. And, 
and you know, 99% of us, by the time we're fucking 20, we're like thinking our parents are full of shit and liars. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't be anything I put my mind to. Look at all this shit that's placed in front of me. Look at all the roadblocks. I want to be a doctor. I got to pay $100,000 for medical school. I got to do this. I got to do that. But the cool thing, the most empowering thing that ever happened to me is when I learned that that was true, mm-hmm. that you really can do anything you put your mind to. Yeah. It's not easy to learn that. Mm-mm. It's not, especially the older you are, because you're so conditioned to be like, you're, you're conditioned to think negatively. You're conditioned to look yeah. back and be like, well, I can't be an entrepreneur. I've, I've spent 20 years working for this or that, or I can't, yeah. I can't run a marathon. I've got bad knees. I, all that negative thinking, it just amplifies and amplifies and amplifies. But at the end of the day, the only thing that sets you apart from the person that, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll use the, the big one, for example. The only thing that sets you apart from the person that went on to be president is the willingness to fucking try yep. and do. Right? There's, there's no such thing as failure to me. In my, in my world, the only way to fail is if you don't ever try. Yep. But if you try and something doesn't work, you didn't fail. You just learned what not to fucking do. <laughs> yep, 100%. Right on. And I don't care. Every failure is an opportunity to learn. Every single one of them. Yep. I don't ever say I failed at something. Yep. I didn't fail. I learned. I learned. I learned what to do next time. I learned what not to do. Yeah. How do you? And yeah. One of my are... favorite quotes is uh, is when I heard that uh, Kennedy, when Kennedy asked the uh, the the scientist guy, he's like, "What's it going to take for us to get to the moon?" Oh yeah. And he said, "The will to want to." That's all it is. He's like, you got to have that will to want to. You you look at these people that go on to do incredible things. Like, um, okay, so I had uh, Will Branham on my podcast. Will is a, a very highly decorated Navy SEAL. He was a sniper, sniper instructor. And we were talking about, I mean, it, it, the, the thing went totally off the rails. It's supposed to be a business <laughs> podcast. And we're two Navy guys talking about spec ops and, and everything. Um. But he was talking about, I think his name's Daniel Kim. I think mm-hmm. SEAL, pilot, astronaut, NMD, a medical doctor. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't, beast, I don't yeah. care. I don't care what you think you can or cannot do. If a guy can become a SEAL, a fucking astronaut, <laughs> A pilot, I think he went to Harvard for medical school and become a medical doctor and still be, he was active in the teams. He He's getting ready to go into space if he didn't go already. People can do incredible things. Yeah. Everybody can do incredible things. You just have to want to actually do them bad enough to go do them. I, I never thought for a second I'd be able to write three books. I didn't think I could write one fucking book, <laughs> let alone one bestseller that turned into three and hopefully four next week when the next one drops. Nice. Oh, um, there we go. There we go. Make sure you all pay attention. Shameless plug. No, you're good. Shame away. Perfect. <laughs> but it, it was such a, an aha green light moment for me when I put my first book out and I didn't think anything of it. I just I just did it. Right. I, I usually have this, this rule that if something scares me, if I feel fear, I immediately commit to doing it immediately. Nice. Um, but I released the book and 
again, I, I didn't think I, I just did it to build my brand just to say I had that, that credibility under my belt. Uh, and a buddy of mine texted me. He's like, are you, are you on Amazon right now? What a weird question to ask somebody. Are you on Amazon? <laughs> I, like, I, said, I said, no, I'm not on Amazon. I'm working. I said, well, I don't want, I don't need to buy anything. He's like, you might want to go check your book. I was like, oh, okay. And I checked my book and it was at, at number one in like two or three categories. And that was it. That was my green light. I was like, holy shit. All I got to do is try. Yeah. And yep. it's like that for everybody. Just awesome. try. Put some put some effort in it and go for it. I think that one thing is what what holds people back from trying? Fear. It's it's, it's fear of failure. It's it's fear of rejection. It's fear. It's mm-hmm. they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to put themselves out there. But here's the cool thing: at the end of the day, whether you make a billion dollars or you make one dollar, you're still going to have your family. You're still going to have your friends. If they're good, they're not going to give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't care if you're worth five bucks or five billion dollars. It doesn't matter. So, why not try? Yeah. Why let something hold you back because somebody's going to judge you? I, I get people judging me all the time. I have people judging me today. I'm going to have people judging me tomorrow. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah, I care about know. is that I'm giving my best fucking effort every single day that I can yeah. to be the best man that I can yeah. be. There you go. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, that's like uh, my guy, Craig Siegel talks about, he says, you know, you, you marry the process and divorce the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, you just do the process, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just go and do it. Yeah. You know, oh, don't, really worry, don't, don't yeah. worry about where, where it's, you know, the, the outcome. No, you know I mean? because that's... the outcome, the outcome is going to change, you know, right. by the time you get there and, and we always think about it as a thousand foot view. So we have the thousand foot view. That's where we want to go. But then we have the three foot view and we just focus on the three foot view because it's fucking right in front of us. You know, I, I was running one day and I was just sitting there. I mean, it was probably getting close to an hour and I'm like running up this trail and I'm like, you know what? I'm like always looking at my feet and then, you know, always looking at my feet. I'm like, well, what if I just kept my head up and I'd be like, I'd be tripping over all the fucking rocks and shit that are in front of my feet. And it's like, no, like we got to focus on what's in front of us, understand where we are going, but focus what's on in front of us because what's in front of us is the action we can take now to get to the end, to the end. You're not going to get to the end if you don't fucking start the race. You're not going to get to the end yeah. if you don't actually keep, you know, start the race and then keep fucking going, uh, you know, and, and all those different things. So, ah, I love it. Dude, this is going to be so many fucking <laughs> places. This, this is, is a good great. one. This is like, I mean, fired up. Like, ah, we can go. All right. John, what questions popping in your head right now, man? Um, one, the name of your podcast. You might as well drop that in there too. We talked about it a few times, so we got to get the name of it out there for everybody. Yes. So very easy. Slaying the sale. Nice. That's simple. Find me on literally every single, uh, every single place you can get podcasts on. Nice. nice. Good. Good. And um. Man, my brain just went a whole shit ton of places. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, man, there's so many things that you could just dive into. Anything particular, Kyle, you would dive into or just like ran on or something like that, you know, when, when it comes. Because I think we, we did a nice job. We hit on so many things. because of Yeah, things. we we really did. I, I don't really know if there's anything left to ran on. All right. Know, so like, I guess, well, what do you got for your top three tools for uh, juggling business yeah, and dad it. life? Yeah. Okay. So top three tools for juggling business and dad life. One non-negotiable time with the kids nice number two fuck i don't know 
<laughs> I had it. I had it right there. I was ready to like blur it out. I think you said it. Time for yourself, time for your family. Yeah, there, yeah. There we go. Number two, time for yourself, time for your family on the calendar. Number one or number two. Number three, if you're an entrepreneur, a fucking CRM. Mm. If you do not know what a CRM is, get one. And so, you know, get yourself a business coach. <laughs> if, if, you, if you're in business and don't know what a CRM is, get a business coach. Um, and that last one is truly because it's going to save you a lot of time. Yeah. And it's going to give you a lot of your time back to be able to spend with your family. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's one of the things too is whatever it is, and and whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, you're a top leader, um, you're just an the average guy, you know, whatever it is that you're working, um, is putting systems in place so that you can actually do those things and be an effective, uh, you know, effective man, effective husband, effective uh, father, because uh, when we're present, we're able to kind of do those things you know we're able to be there we, we're happier and healthier we fucking show up better that's just yeah. the way it is and if you're sitting there and you're like i don't feel healthy i don't feel happy then you need to find somebody to help's good it's going to help you make get happier and healthier so you can fucking be better for yourself and be better for everybody around you um exactly. in that manner so awesome man let's get into the quick hit q a if you're ready for it yeah let's do it. let's see let's see how i do all right. all right, you can go first this time, Clay. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right, Kyle. What's your favorite animal? Dog. What kind of dog? Mm. Anything over 50 pounds. Nice. Okay. I thought you were gonna say shit stew. <laughs> I, just <laughs> I just wanted to say shit stew in the I know there you go. Market, so. Work worker play. Oh, play. What's your favorite word? <laughs> um man that's that's a good one circle back on that one okay all right <laughs> top book recommendations for our listeners <laughs> anything written by me or for green lights there, there you go, go. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping some people don't say it i'm like no fucking say it. this is your chance to plug like <laughs> do, it. do it what are the names of your books by the way how are they gonna even know what it is Exactly. So thank you for opening the door. John. <laughs> um, so the first one is, so you think you can sell. Okay. The second one is creating dynamic demand. And the third one is a book that is a collaboration of, of a bunch of central Pennsylvania entrepreneurs. It's called mm -hmm. teaching the future. And the fourth one coming next week is called surgical prospecting. Nice. 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 All Amazon. Sure. Yep. All Amazon. Awesome. Sweet. Beautiful. Who's All your right. hero? Who's my hero? Yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go old school. Tony Hawk. Nice. Still. Okay. He's a vegan. Still. Nice. He's wiped his ass. A few He's wiped times. his ass a whole bunch of <laughs> he, times. He too. has. He's, he, he has. Man, probably much more than Clay. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. I wiped the, I wiped my ass once skate, and I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. No more wiping uh, my ass. What's your deepest fear? Oh, deepest fear would be failing my kids. If you could go back in time to change any part of your life, would you? No. What do you wish you would have learned sooner? That I can do anything that I put my mind to. Yes, I love it. I was hoping you were going to say that. Do you prefer the soft cloud version or the sword version of the truth? Yeah, I got to say, I think it depends on the truth. <laughs> 
a little bit that's, of both. I, okay. Yeah, I, that's that's a that's a tough one to to pick a side on. Okay. Yeah. What's your biggest up. strength? <laughs> Delivering the sword version. <laughs> <laughs> so you're more sir, sword than cloud. Yeah, definitely <laughs> more awesome. sword than cloud. All right, we're going to circle back. What's that? What's that? Uh, your favorite word? <sighs> Sales. Good one. Dang it. Now you make a roll. Dang it. Hey, where where can people find you, Kyle? Uh, listen, I'm not hard to find. I'm I'm pretty much everywhere. LinkedIn, TikTok, um, LinkedIn and Facebook. Just search Kyle Slaymaker. You'll see me. Uh, other than that, Instagram, TikTok is the Slaymaker method. Uh, YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel. I got like 70 some videos up there. Uh, couldn't even tell you the name of the channel. I'm pretty sure it's just the Slaymaker method. Uh, <laughs> website. My cell phone's on the website. You guys can get a hold of me just by texting me, and I will be the one that responds. Yeah, nice. And, awesome. and I'm telling you guys, and and get a hold of Kyle. Reach out, link up, um, and also get your tickets for the Slaymaker Method Summit uh, in October, October twenty twenty. October twentieth. Yeah, twentieth. Um, it's gonna be kick ass. And I'm telling you what, last year was awesome. Uh, the venue yeah. and everything like that. It's fucking. It's like it's gonna be fucking sweet. So wait, wait um, till you see this year. We got. I I just looked at my speaker count. I think we're at like fourteen speakers. Nice. Wow. It's gonna be, awesome. it's, it's gonna be big. Yeah, it's gonna be huge, man. I'm super excited. I'm super pumped uh, for it just to happen. Anyways, I'm more excited because I I would have been fucking jacked just to go again. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but now you know and, and really get your tickets because you know what Kyle's putting together in Central Pennsylvania and stuff like that and around. Uh, with business owners, it, it is. It's about connecting. It's about growing. It's about leading. It's about doing that for yourself, stepping across that line every single day and leaving it all in the field, just like we talked about here today. So um, any final words, Kyle, that you have for any of our listeners to really just be that man, husband, that go out and kick ass every day? Just just remember to give time where it counts the most. Yeah. That's that's the best advice I'll give anybody. Put the time yeah. where it matters. Oh, yeah. Awesome, man. And, and, keep, and keep living. Keep living. Yeah, exactly. Keep, keep, keep waking up every day. Hell yeah. I love it. That's so great. Kyle, thank you very much, guys, listeners. I know you got a shit ton out of this. Go back, review. Go back, review. Go back, review. Share it with one other person. Pay that forward. Great review. Get that out there so that uh, we're helping those guys just step across that line every single day, kick ass, and go after fucking life and get the one that you want. So appreciate you guys. Kyle, appreciate you. John, love you, brothers. Yes, sir. Listeners, love we will you see you next week. Peace out, everybody.